What's up? It's Sarah with SB Good Eats. This is the second episode of the SB Good Eats podcast, and I'm so excited for you guys to listen to it. I got to hang out with Dave from Dave's Dogs for a little bit and hear how he started, and I think you guys are going to love it. But before we jump in, just a couple of shout outs. Thanks to everyone who listened to the first episode, and special thanks to Maggie and Katie for listening to it before I put it out and giving me your feedback on it. I really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Second thing, one of my favorite podcasts ever is Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. And at the end of each of his podcasts, he does a fact check from things throughout the episode. Clearly, I'm not doing it at the end of my episodes, but I'm doing it now, so it's fine. Anyway, one, Pluto is indeed a planet and has been reinstated as a dwarf planet. Two, Sailor Jupiter is the green one. Don't know what I'm talking about? Go listen to the first episode. Also, happy October, happy fall. October, November, December are my favorite months of the year because there's so much stuff going on and so many fun things to do. Anyway, without further ado. Hey guys! Welcome to the SB Good Eats podcast. Today I'm extremely excited to have Dave's dogs, Dave's dogs, Dave from Dave's dogs on the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for joining me. Um, if you guys don't know about Dave's dogs, he is the king of hot dogs in Santa Barbara. His restaurant is in Galena and it does have more than just hot dogs though. His menu also features burgers, tacos, tater tots, deep fried Oreos, elote, pretty much everything. Um, So if you haven't been, you definitely have to go. Um, It's off a turnpike near Hollister next to the Vons. And make sure you follow him on Instagram as well, at Dave's Dogs 805. Also joining me is Tatiana as my co-host. She pretty much always eats with me wherever I go, so I thought it'd be great to have her input and questions on the show as well. Hello. So to start, tell me a little bit about yourself. So I'm uh, born and raised here in Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Um, went to uh, Dos Pueblos High School. I, you know, grew up here going to a lot of different places to eat, local spots. Graduated high school, went off to do a couple trade uh, schools, mm-hmm. and I graduated from those and came back and, and just kind of wanted to do my thing and look around and see what opportunities I had here in town. And, and um, yeah, that's... That's what I'm doing now, just kind of starting my own business. So since you've been here for all your life, how do you feel like the food scene in Santa Barbara has changed? Um, To be honest, I cannot remember growing up and having a spot that we all, all the friends kind of went to. Mm -hmm. So I knew that when I was looking to get into the food industry, I kind of wanted to change that here in Santa Barbara having a spot where local people can hang out, local kids of all ages Mm -hmm. can have that spot that kind of makes you feel at home because it is a local spot. Yeah. And that's one thing that I did try to change because like I said, growing up, I never really had a spot 
to do that with my friends. Um, we always kind of had pizza parties at our own homes or <laughs> or had a barbecue at our own place yeah. to have that experience. So I definitely wanted to to do that when I was getting into the food industry, provide somewhere where locals can eat, hang out, and feel at home. Yeah. So that's definitely something I seen that I've changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also see that in Santa Barbara in general, the, the food game is coming back up. Um, I feel there's so many new places popping up in town now. Yeah. Um, a lot of collaborations with share spaces, which is an awesome idea because the rent here in Santa Barbara is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of um, new young entrepreneurs really getting into the food industry game by doing small pop-ups in local breweries and even having like i've seen people have invited me to their home to try their food um saying hey i got this crazy idea come check it out yeah that's great (laughs) so i I definitely see that the trends are changing it's not just like corporate companies coming in and just you know having these big names in the food industry and i feel like a lot of the older generations have had restaurants are kind of phasing out Mm-hmm. And now it's the opportunity for the young next people that are in the food industry to try to sh- take over and show food can be exciting and good and not just a boring, low, dim restaurant that yeah. kind of we grew up <laughs> with. You know? Right, right. Yeah. You know, back in the day growing up, when you went to a restaurant, it was like a restaurant to me was, oh, fine dining, sit down. Mm-hmm. don't move mm-hmm. you know yeah exactly you know, uh, <laughs> put the so. napkin on your lap and sit down so i think that trend has really changed now yeah mm-hmm. yeah i totally agree do you have a are there some favorite spots right now in town that you can think of for me personally mm-hmm. in town um you know i i have a couple you know i think los agaves is one that i go mm-hmm. to been to you know tea off me and my dad used to go there oh yeah growing up yeah tea off they have some (laughs) some good ribs you know there's there's a few spots that i grew up going on you know the harbor a couple spots on the harbor and endless summer and things like that Mm -hmm. and yeah those are kind of like the local spots and the local pizza spots like rusty's you grew up on rusty's pizza if you're from santa barbara yeah Uh, so so those are kind of like the ones you go to if you're in town Mm -hmm. and i have tried a couple new spots that i'm really excited you know to see the new kind of trends and twist on regular like mexican food like corazon cocina a good mm. friend of mine he mm-hmm. he's really got a good concept going on over there yeah and um yeah those are kind of the spots i when i'm not working i go to yeah yeah <laughs> right yep so well what did you do before you opened dave stocks all right so the story behind the hot dog business is um I used to work for a corporate company here in town. I was um, a food buyer, so I, oh. I I was a someone that maintained a warehouse full of inventory. I, I managed nine million dollars in inventory. Wow. wow! And it was that's kind of where the food insight started coming into me. And mm-hmm. ever since I was a kid, I I kind of always had this hot dog thing in my head it was it's just kind of weird to explain it but it was always kind of like you know hot dogs are a part of you somehow Mm -hmm. um i remember when i had my first hot dog and like as an adult i was around well not adult eight years old uh, my dad took me in his tow truck to a place that um it's no longer there but you were in the bluffs in carpinteria Mm -hmm. there was a place called surf dogs 
and it was a older guy an old vet actually he um would sell hot dogs on the side of the freeway off an exit in carpenteria so i remember going as a kid there we had uh that's where i had my first official chili dog and i remember it to this day and and uh I don't know if that's what sparked it, and it was always in my mind, but it was a hot dog cart. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, I thought that was the coolest thing in the world mm-hmm. when I first got there. So that's kind of what happened. And, and you know, I remember, um, fast forward to when I was working in this corporate job, I was in a, you know, four by five cubicle for eight hours a day. And I just didn't feel that that was what I wanted to do for the next 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, 401k, you know, full ride benefits, dream career. But it just wasn't for me. Yeah. So I remember having a conversation with one of my coworkers there and, and they were like, you know what? You're just not the right fit. I don't think this is the spot for you. Hmm. And I totally agree. So thanks to a couple of the words that they told me and a couple of things that happened there, I left the job mm-hmm. and cashed out my 401k <laughs> yeah, and, <nice. laughs> and bought my first food cart, um, which I still own. Mm-hmm. And I told everybody I I am no longer employed and I am going to start a hot dog cart. And everybody thought I was crazy. Yeah. You know, parents, friends kind of looked at me and said, wait, you're going to do what? You're going (laughs) to you're going to sell hot dogs. And I said, yeah, I'm going to try it. I want to do it and let's see what how it goes. And so that's kind of how it started. Yeah. Uh, It's it was just like I took a leap. Right. Yeah. Yeah pretty big one but yeah it seems like it's definitely paid off oh yeah now. yeah it's, um, we're doing good so you it started in 2014 end of 2014 it was a uh, beginning of 2015 okay um that's when it officially started i had started the the whole process around 2014 which was mm-hmm. the health permits and business uh, license gotcha. you know i i started that not knowing what how to do any of it mm-hmm. it was really crazy how i was telling people my ideas and everybody was like you're crazy <laughs> and and no one was offering me to help like no one was trying to help me it was just like we don't know nothing about it mm-hmm. and i didn't know anything about it so i just started doing research and and just going to places going to the health department going to the city i want to do this what do i do and i you know just by asking questions and being friendly people started giving me more and more bits of information and yeah. And little by little, I was able to apply for permits and and health department permits and start the process. So I remember the day I got approved, it was probably the best feeling, probably the best better feeling than winning the lottery, honestly. It was pretty crazy when they said, yeah, you're approved to go sell hot dogs on the street. And I was like, wait, what? Let's do it. Yeah, because is it pretty hard? I know like food trucks are pretty difficult. Food trucks in general, doesn't matter where you're at, they're hard Mm -hmm. to open. But there's certain, definitely certain cities and counties that are, have a little more of a process and uh, requirements to be open. And, you know, Santa Barbara has a certain image they want to maintain, which mm-hmm. is respectable. So it's harder for just, you know, you go to downtown LA and there's a food truck on every corner. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely a different vibe to it here in Santa Barbara. And right. it's, like I said, when I was trying to open, the help isn't really out here. Mm-hmm. So it's not like accessible unless you really want to do it. Mm-hmm. You're you won't be able to do it if you just say I think I have an idea, because you have to really try to get the permits and and follow all these regulations just to make it happen. Right, right. So that's kind of what I had to go through. Yeah. Yeah. So you were on, you started on Milpas, Milpas, Milpas Street. Why did you choose that location? So <laughs> <laughs> the Milpas Street. 
is a very important street to me because a lot of people don't know and if you do know my dad has had an auto business for over 30 years oh. um, auto mechanic business mm -hmm. so I literally grew up on on Milpa Street growing up going to my dad's shop you know summer vacation or spring break I was wasn't out with my friends I was out working at my dad's auto mechanic business so Milpa Street was where he started and the reason I chose that spot was since me it was all a one-man team I said how can I make this work mm -hmm. I was talking to my dad I said hey is there any way I can borrow your parking lot after you close at five <laughs> he said let's do it go ahead and use it so I would the way it worked was um, I would have a commissary a commissary is somewhere where you store your hot dog car or food truck mm -hmm. you know it's a legal space that you can use to prep your food so if, you know I would wait till around I would go shopping all morning for my supplies, go to my commissary prep, and at four o'clock I was just waiting, take my watch just ticking for it to be five. My dad would close his door at five, he would put his cars away, he would leave, and then I would show up to this empty parking lot mm -hmm. from six to midnight every single day. So the the location was chosen because I had a open space available to me after five o'clock. So I knew I wanted to use that as a pretty much a free parking lot yeah. that I can try to see if this crazy concept was going to work. Mm -hmm. And every day, I remember the first day I pulled my hot dog cart out and I stood there and I was like, well, what do I do now? Yeah. <laughs> so cars were driving by and it was just like, I had this whole game plan in my head, but then I was out there in action and I was like, how do I get people to come in here? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I put the umbrellas up, I did the canopy and a couple lights, string lights and an open sign and Sure enough, it was right next to a gas station. So people pumping gas next to the hot dog cart next to my dad's shop would look over and see this hot dog cart or they don't know what it was, just a stand with umbrellas. Yeah. <laughs> they would walk over and the first thing out of their mouth was, oh, you're selling tacos? <laughs> and I said, no, I'm selling hot dogs. And they would just look at me and kind of, all right, cool, and turn around and walk away. So I couldn't capture the fact why people weren't interested in hot dogs. Mm -hmm. And I kind of started realizing, well, maybe because people are not used to, you know, growing up as eating hot dogs, what do you think? Ketchup, mustard, relish. Right, right. So how do you capture someone's attention on a hot dog? Mm -hmm. So after a couple nights, I was selling, you know, I, I did sell a couple here and there the first couple nights, but I wasn't really capturing the, the audience that I wanted. So I started selling tacos. Oh, really? <laughs> not a lot of people know this, but... I was so eager to see what why people didn't want to try hot dogs, mm -hmm. you know? And so people come up and first question, what are you selling? Hot dogs. <laughs> oh, no tacos? No. And they would turn around. The next day I remember I'm selling I'm selling some tacos. Yeah. <laughs> so people would come up, you got tacos? Yeah. So I started selling tacos, but then I had a crazy idea. I said, I'm gonna start giving away some dogs. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they will order the, you know, two tacos. You know, I had the a very slim line of tacos. I wasn't really in for the taco business. Right. I wanted to do something different. So, you know, I had the steak or the chicken. And then I would hand them a Dave style, which is the first hot dog I ever created. Mm -hmm. And they would actually try it and they're like, wait, this is actually pretty good. So <laughs> then the next time around, they wouldn't, they would get the hot dog. Yeah. So I started doing that and people started coming back for the hot dogs mm -hmm. and the word started spreading. And then I had no Instagram or, or any social media for the first year of my business. 
it was just friends telling friends in the community and right. say, hey, there's this guy on this street. He's there from six to midnight. Go check him out. Mm-hmm. And I just started seeing people coming back and then new people. Hey, this friend told me, do you have Facebook? Do you have Instagram? And mm-hmm. no, I don't. And people started urging me, hey, you, you got something going on here. Yeah. So that's kind of how that started with the first Dave style. And after the first, I think the first year is when I first launched my Instagram page. And I just saw people taking pictures and posting it. It was just the weirdest thing to me that people were taking pictures of my dogs. And, you know, I I knew I was dressing them up nice, but I just didn't realize how popular they were starting to get. Mm-hmm. So couple of my customers would ask for different ingredients and I would put something together and and I started creating this menu and which which I started the first five dogs which is the Dave's the Western barbecue bacon mm. the Santa Barbara and then the pizza dog was probably my breakthrough mm. um, when I launched the pizza dog and I started posting that it was like what is this yeah you know <laughs> I remember that too. yeah I think that was like the yeah, first totally. one that I had I think yeah that, oh yeah. yeah the pizza dog and then the one that really hit Instagram that launched my Instagram is when I launched the Hot Cheetos and Cream Cheese. Yes, yep. absolutely. <laughs> I remember the day I launched that. I was so skeptical on, on launching that. I mean, people are going to think I'm crazy. And I, I did it, and my Instagram just lit after Blew that. Up, yeah. It was, it was over from then. And it just people started, you know, coming for that dog, and then they would see the other options, and they would try mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the rest of the these last couple years it just became a blur so fast Mm -hmm. to the point where i was just saving everything i could reinvesting in my own business i i literally sacrificed going out with friends family not spending anything Mm -hmm. just so i can put it back into my business and when the opportunity came i just wanted to be ready yeah Mm -hmm. so you know two years ago when the opportunity came was to get my restaurant it Mm -hmm. just i was ready to go yeah on turnpike so that's kind of how it started there. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's, I had no idea about the taco thing. Yeah, the taco <laughs> thing is, is people don't, a couple of my regulars that were like OGs, uh-huh. they know that I had tacos and that's why I have them on my menu now. Yeah. Because it really took a traditional dish to let people explore mm-hmm. something that can be so great, which, right. you know, basic hot dog turned into something gourmet. Right, yeah. So. Yeah. And so... You started with five, yep. and how many do you have on your menu now? So right now, if you pull up to my Turnpike location, you can order 21 different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, in my black book, I call it my black book, <laughs> I have about 15 others that I wrote, oh, okay. that I still rotate <laughs> into my secret menu, mm-hmm. or a couple that I have created and I haven't released yet. Yeah. Um, I always want to have something new when my customers come in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes... You, you go to the same restaurant and it's always great to have the same thing you love but when you see something new it's shows you that the owner is still trying to right. be creative and not just say i'm already doing it let the restaurant run yeah and i'm gonna disappear right um i truly don't believe in that mm-hmm. so so yeah i got about 15 more and that i have you know <laughs> hidden still and i i'm still working on recipes on the daily i'm always creating something in my head mm-hmm. i walk shopping centers for fun <laughs> I, I i walk i literally walk a shopping center or shopping um supermarket yeah and i'll walk the aisles and i'll, I'll be with my wife and she'll be like what are you looking at and it's like <laughs> just 
let me think for a bit you know picking up odd cans or or vegetables and i'm just trying to think of something new Do, are there certain things that inspire you to make your hot dogs or certain things inspire me are like trying to take a traditional item like oktoberfest is coming mm -hmm. and i get hired a lot for oktoberfest parties mm -hmm. office parties so yeah. we do like oh, yeah. bratwurst and kraut and mustard mm -hmm. but i like to get inspired by seeing other ingredients that will go well with a hot dog mm -hmm. um and trust me there's been a list of things that do not work yeah. <laughs> um so not everything is always good what, uh, what would you say is one of those things <laughs> so i try to do a hot dog this is one of my one that i I just can't believe it, it sounded so good. It was a Philly cheesesteak dog. Oh, um, that does sound it really sounds good. Yeah. really good, right? <laughs> I don't know if it was just like I don't I didn't have the right cheesesteak or the right cheese or whatever, mm. but the hot dog would always overpower mm. the other ingredients. Uh, yeah. So sometimes the hot dog will will, will kind of blend in well, mm -hmm. um, and and it'll be great. But when you're trying to sell a Philly cheesesteak dog, but it doesn't taste like a Philly cheesesteak, mm -hmm. to me, it just, it didn't work. Yeah. Um, I also had a, one that was, it, it had a, um, it had street corn on it. Oh, nice. um, it also sounded really well, but it, <laughs> it just didn't work for the flavor. Maybe I wasn't using the right dog mm -hmm. at the time, but, but I go back to certain ones that I, I think they work or mm -hmm. they sound good in my head and then I try them and, it didn't work yeah yeah <laughs> so do you use a certain kind of hot dog for your hot dogs yeah or? we we use a 100 percent beef dogs okay. um and i'm actually currently at the moment something new that you guys will know um i recently uh how should i say i now legally own my own trademark i applied oh. and, mm -hmm. and and i officially have my own trademark so i'm working with a local butcher at the moment to create an official Dave's dogs, hot dogs. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna have a small line of seasonal inspired dogs, like you know, a cilantro infused dog, mm. uh, mango infused dogs. So Whoa, we're, we're, that's good. Yeah, nice. It's it's definitely a a, a growing process in the yeah. business. Um, it, it's just it takes some time to kind of do the whole try to conquer everything I'm trying to do right by myself. <laughs> yeah, so. So I, at the moment, we use a 100% beef dog. We also carry like the bratwurst and the Italian mm -hmm. hot link. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we do a uh, Vienna beef dog, the Polish. We we get that in from Chicago. Oh. Um, so we do have... Oh, I'm going to have to get a Polish dog. Yeah. <laughs> Polish dogs are really good. They have that little spice to it. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so I remember back in a couple of years ago, you were voted... As or you were listed as number six on um, Yelp's top yeah. wieners in America. Yeah, that was that <laughs> happened, and I was blown. I had no idea about it, and I, one of my friends, she's a um, a writer here. She sent me a DM and it said, "Congratulations, you're on America's top ten Yelp's top ten uh, for hot dogs in America." And I was mm -hmm. like, "Wait, what?" And <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I looked it up and I saw the article, and it was it was pretty. It felt really good. Um. I had a crazy amount of Yelp reviews. You know, I Yelp is always great. Mm -hmm. uh, they, you know, people were coming to this hole in the wall side of a parking lot in an auto shop and giving me a five star rating mm -hmm. just because of the service mm -hmm. and presentation of me being there every single night. So the consistency really worked. Yeah. And and yeah, I, I um got the article and it said you know top number six in America and, and I was pretty blown away. 
that yeah that's yeah. pretty big it's um crazy do you know how they chose was it just off of like yelp reviews you know i think the yelp reviews had a lot to do with it mm-hmm. um <clears throat> i believe that was probably the what kind of inspired to them to see how many yelp reviews and i mean i had a five i still have a five star rating i believe on mm-hmm. yelp um for the whole time i was open on milpas so yeah i think that probably had a lot to do with it <laughs> Uh, and since I was getting reviews every single day almost, mm-hmm. I think that that probably helped out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. And then I know the year after you were on, you were featured on the Cheap Eats show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ali Cotton's Cheap Eats. Um, and I watched that show. And mm-hmm. I remember getting a phone call from New York. It was a producer. And it said, hey, we're from the Cheap Eats network, uh, cooking channel network. We're doing a show in Santa Barbara. And we have looked up, you know, popular restaurants in your area and you came up and we would like to do a feature. Are you interested? I said, of course, you know, (laughs) and they said that, they, you know, they pitched the show to me and they said, this is what we do. So I just was blown away that they even chose me and they chose a couple other spots in town to do the the whole segment. Mm -hmm. But I remember that day when they came in with the cameras, I was terrified. I mean, huge (laughs) TV cameras and you know you think one or two people are gonna come film it was a full crew yeah uh, trucks I was like wow what's going on here (laughs) yeah I'm gonna have to I don't think I've seen that episode yeah check it out it's it's I think it's on YouTube or you can go to the cookingchannel.com and it's on their links there Mm -hmm. Santa Barbara edition yeah that was that was pretty life-changing there so now that you're I mean it's safe to say that Dave's Dogs is pretty huge, especially in the Santa Barbara area. Um, do your friends and family, have they like said yeah. anything to you about that? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the biggest, the greatest feeling I have is I remember the day I told my dad that I was going to sell hot dogs for a living and he lost it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, growing up in, in a work household, uh, having a business... And telling your dad that you're quitting your job to do hot dogs or just to try mm-hmm. something new, it, it was really difficult. But now it's like, hey, how do I get in on it? So <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's definitely um, changed. And, you know, it really makes me feel good that I was able to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's another part why I still continue to work so hard is because I'm trying to prove to everyone that it is possible. There's a lot of people that try or are afraid to try because it's such a scary feeling mm-hmm. and it is possible so that's one thing that keeps me going it's i am a living person that was able to quit a job that i hated to do something so great mm-hmm. and you know i every day i get calls for you know helping out communities and charities and local schools and i always you know fundraising people and i never would think i would be able to do something like that yeah in my life, I remember growing up as a kid and playing so- uh, softball or baseball and having to knock on doors to get a sponsorship for something so small or selling boxes of chocolate. Mm-hmm. And now I'm the guy that's just helping these kids. So right. it's it's definitely a, kind of an inspirational thing that came along with it that I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely really nice to show my parents that it happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well... It seems like Instagram really helped you out when you were first starting. Do you notice that whenever you post something on your Instagram, 
you get more people who come in and want to order whatever yeah, you posted? D- definitely. Um, so Instagram is a great tool. I don't. I think um, you have to have a good product regardless of Instagram or Facebook or whatever you use. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a great tool to have in this growing age to get your 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 place known. But the problem with with this tool is that it can be used negative and it can be used to promote things that are not really, you know, one thing I hate about this tool is if you see something on there, you should expect what you see on there. Right. So I remember when I would be posting these hot dogs and I would love to hear, wow, this is actually exactly what it looks like on Instagram. (laughs) Right. So that was like one thing is like, I'm not going to post anything that's not possible, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So I started using the tool when I would create a new hot dog, I would say, I'm going to post it on there or or put it to the story. And it's really nice to see people actually say, Hey, I saw you have this. Can I, I want to try it. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely a great tool. Um, especially when people back in the day had to pay to do TV commercials or radio shows. Um, you have to pay all this money. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you're already a struggling business, it's just so difficult to get you out there. So this is definitely a great tool. We're in a, we're in a time right now that anybody can really do it if you try yeah and you use your tools wisely so it's it's definitely helped the instagram page and the facebook and and honestly if you really think about it it's the people because mm-hmm. that person has to like or has to share right mm-hmm. so it's also which i come back to if you have a good product and they like it enough that they're going to repost it for you or help your business that's really what you're doing is kind of bringing in your real customers mm-hmm. and they're really helping you out. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really help. I'm really fortunate. I have a really good following with um, the locals and, mm-hmm. you know, we do so much at my place, car shows and meets, bike meets. It's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think my last question would be is um, aside from your trademarked hot dogs coming soon do you have any other plans for expansion or anything like that definitely um you guys are sp good eats has been something really close to me you guys were the first people to ever come to my stand (laughs) and do a i don't even know what you call it nowadays but you guys were the first people to feature me on your guys's foodie page Mm -hmm. so you guys are going to be the first to know that i am going to be opening a second location back on Milpas. Um, oh. I just currently took over a pizza shop that went over out of business. Oh. So if you guys want to know where it's at, it's a block down from the Santa Barbara Bowl. It's, oh, nice. It's right it... across the street from the famous cow. Yeah. On oh, top. Okay. Yeah, I know exactly. So, right yeah, we took over a pizza. It's 900 North Milpas. We'll be there in about 50 days. We open. Wow. Wow. Um, it's very soon. Very soon. <laughs> uh, it kind of it was a running restaurant, so I'm just going to remodel uh-huh. and put my stuff, my decorations and everything. We're going to yeah. get that door open. Um, but that's my second location for Dave's Dogs, and we're just trying to keep positive and keep moving up. Yeah, that's an awesome spot. Yeah. It'll be uh, yeah. pretty Poppin'. good with all the bull concerts. Mm. Yeah, well, also, um, I'm going to feel back at home. Ever since mm, I... Yeah. I left the Milpas car, and the reason I left was a lot of people don't know. People still ask me, "Why aren't you on Milpas?" Mm-hmm. The building ended up getting sold, oh. and the new owner 
has so much business on there, which is great for him mm-hmm. that there wasn't no room for my yeah. my operation, which I kind of outgrew anyways. Yeah. So I feel so happy being back into the community I started in. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm looking forward to start really soon and, and see all the familiar faces that are in Santa Barbara that used to visit me. Yeah. Will you have? Um, will you feature the same menu or? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be doing the same menu, but uh, Milpas Street is a little close to my heart, so I'm going to be doing some really good deals there. Mm-hmm. We're bringing back a, a local special that started it all, which is a three for ten, three dogs for ten bucks on a couple of the dogs. We're gonna also feature new items there, just how I did it at my cart, mm-hmm. and you know it's pretty much endless now that I'm got two spaces i'm really gonna start creating a lot more things yeah will you be will you just go back and forth between yeah the, two? <laughs> the, the first couple of months it's gonna be rough when i have these two locations open mm-hmm. i'll be back and forth um i do want to spend some time at the new spot when it opens yeah so i can fine-tune all the kitchen mm-hmm. and um, we'll be back and forth all day yeah that's great <laughs> yeah i'll definitely come visit yeah. both yeah. both places thank you awesome well um, I have one more question. Go yeah. for it. What about the drip house? What's going on with drip that? House. <laughs> yeah. Drip yeah, house. Drip right. house. Yes, that's another uh, project I've been working on for a couple months now. We are in construction mode at the moment. I am waiting for some city permits to get approved. Um, this is a new concept no one's done in town. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple things I'm working with, uh, Galita Water and things like that. It's a full build out, so it does take quite some time especially in santa barbara yeah um it was just a old payless building right with yeah. no nothing in there so everything has to be to code and it some approvals take 30 days for just a sink yeah that's wow. <laughs> crazy. yeah so that is coming and i i can't wait for you guys to feature that that's gonna be a game changer here in santa yeah, barbara definitely i've seen a couple places like that yeah outside of santa barbara exactly exactly yeah can you like Give a little explanation oh, sure. of what that is. So Dave's Drip House is going to be a combination between a cereal bar and an ice cream parlor. Uh, you're going to be able to have your favorite cereal infused into your favorite flavor ice cream. Captain Crunch milkshakes, for example. Uh, we're doing, uh, I'll be the first spot in town to do uh, fair funnel cakes. Ice cream. Yeah. yeah, we're doing uh, funnel cakes. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of deep fried goodies. I kind of have carnival theme in mind with some of the desserts that I'm making. Mm-hmm. And if you uh, like cereal, you can just have, come have a bowl of cereal too. Yeah. So <laughs> so we'll, we'll have about 30 different types of cereal in stock at Drip House. Mm-hmm. So, That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Can't wait. Me too. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, thank you so much again for joining me. Thank I loved you. having you on. It was love finding out some things i had no idea yeah i appreciate you guys having me and and thanks for you guys support of course um you guys have been with me since pretty much day one so i appreciate you guys yeah well we love it and yeah. uh again if you don't follow dave follow him on instagram at dave's dogs 805 and you're on facebook facebook too yes okay perfect thank you All guys. Right. well see you guys next time The SB Good Eats podcast is hosted by Sarah Chum. The song featured is Scary by Ikesen. You can find him on Instagram at Ikesen Music, I-K-S-O-N, 
M-U-S-I-C. SB Goodeats is a proud Crowd Cow ambassador. Know your farmer, eat better meat. To get $25 off your first order, visit www.crowdcow.com slash sbgoodeats. Don't forget to follow SB Goodeats on Instagram at sbgoodeats and like our Facebook page.